February 17th. Our reading in the New Testament today will be from the book of Mark, chapter 2, verse 13, through chapter 3, verse 6. We'll read about his fellowship with sinners. Why? Because they are sick, and he is the only physician who can heal them. He frees us from bondage. He is Lord of the Sabbath, the giver of rest. Man's religious traditions can be a terrible yoke of bondage, but when you follow the Lord, you experience freedom and rest. And as we get into the beginning of Mark chapter 3 here today, we'll see that some resist the servant. Servant with a capital S. The religious leaders were more concerned about protecting their tradition than helping a man with a handicapping condition. In spite of all that Jesus did and said, they hardened their hearts and resisted his ministry, even to the extent of accusing him of being in league with Satan. In the end, they cooperated with the evil one. And now let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. February 17th. Mark chapter 2, verse 13, through chapter 3, verse 6. Then Jesus went out to the lake shore again, and taught the crowds that gathered around him. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at his tax collection booth. Come, be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Levi got up and followed him. That night, Levi invited Jesus and his disciples to be his dinner guests along with his fellow tax collectors and many other notorious sinners. There were many people of this kind among the crowds that followed Jesus. But when some of the teachers of religious law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with people like that, they said to his disciples, Why does he eat with such scum? When Jesus heard this, he told them, Healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. I have come to call sinners, not those who think they are already good enough. John's disciples and the Pharisees sometimes fasted. One day some people came to Jesus and asked, Why do John's disciples and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples don't fast? Jesus replied, Do wedding guests fast while celebrating with the groom? Of course not. They can't fast while they're with the groom but some day he will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. And who would patch an old garment with unshrunk cloth? For the new patch shrinks and pulls away from the old cloth, leaving an even bigger hole than before. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. The wine would burst the wineskins, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine needs new wineskins. One Sabbath day, as Jesus was walking through some grain fields, his disciples began breaking off heads of wheat. But the Pharisees said to Jesus, They shouldn't be doing that. It's against the law to work by harvesting grain on the Sabbath. But Jesus replied, Haven't you ever read in the Scriptures what King David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God, during the days when Abiathar was high priest, ate the special bread reserved for the priests alone, and then gave some to his companions. That was breaking the law, too. Then he said to them, 
The Sabbath was made to benefit people, and not people to benefit the Sabbath. And I, the Son of Man, am master even of the Sabbath. Jesus went into the synagogue again, and noticed a man with a deformed hand. Since it was the Sabbath, Jesus' enemies watched him closely. Would he heal the man's hand on the Sabbath? If he did, they planned to condemn him. Jesus said to the man, Come and stand in front of everyone. Then he turned to his critics and asked, Is it legal to do good deeds on the Sabbath, or is it a day for doing harm? Is this a day to save life or to destroy it? But they wouldn't answer him. He looked around at them angrily, because he was deeply disturbed by their hard hearts. Then he said to the man, Reach out your hand. The man reached out his hand, and it became normal again. At once the Pharisees went away and met with the supporters of Herod to discuss plans for killing Jesus. Psalm 36, verses 1 through 12. Man's wickedness. David had seen a good deal of life and knew what human nature was like. He knew his own heart as well. But in this psalm, he shared a special oracle that God gave him. We'll read about God's faithfulness. God can be trusted always to do what's right. And the safest place in the world is under his shadow in the Holy of Holies. We'll also read about the believer's blessedness. God satisfies his people with the water of life and the light of life. He protects them from the enemy and provides for every need. The word pleasures in verse 8 is Eden in the Hebrew. When you dwell in God, you are in paradise. Psalm 36, verses 1 through 12. For the choir director, Psalm of David, the servant of the Lord. Sin whispers to the wicked deep within their hearts. They have no fear of God to restrain them. In their blind conceit, they cannot see how wicked they really are. Everything they say is crooked and deceitful. They refuse to act wisely or do what is good. They lie awake at night, hatching sinful plots. Their course of action is never good. They make no attempt to turn from evil. Your unfailing love, O Lord, is as vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains, your justice like the ocean depths. You care for people and animals alike, O Lord. How precious is your unfailing love, O God! All humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. You feed them from the abundance of your own house, letting them drink from your rivers of delight. For you are the fountain of life, the light by which we see. Pour out your unfailing love on those who love you. Give justice to those with honest hearts. Don't let the proud trample me. Don't let the wicked push me around. Look, they have fallen. They have been thrown down, never to rise again. Proverbs 10, verses 1 and 2. The Proverbs of Solomon, 
A wise child brings joy to a father. A foolish child brings grief to a mother. Ill-gotten gain has no lasting value, but right living can save your life.